0: (laughs) Roshni, what's wrong?
1: Tom, I have a script and I don't know what to do with it. Should I burn it? Feed it to my cat?
0: You need some writer's group therapy.
1: Hi, welcome to writer's group therapy. I'm Tom. And I'm Roshni. We're writers helping writers. Are you ready for your session? The doctors are in. So why write with production in mind? Does it even matter?
0: Well, I could write a book on this one.
1: (laughs) I know you could.
0: (laughs) You don't want to start any kind of production without your post-production in mind because you can spend a lot of money on post-production if you don't plan it properly. And that starts with the writing. So everything you do in writing, the number of characters, the number of locations, the sets, the props visual effects especially, can all have an effect on your production and your production budget. So when you're writing, you can write for what sort of budget you have in mind to actually make your movie, if you plan to produce it yourself.
1: Yeah, that's a big a big uh, point, because if you're self-producing, you know, you might have to shoot guerrilla style, you might have to call in a lot of favors, you know, you, you can't just be like, hey, everybody, let's all work on this forever. And I find that After you wrap, it's really hard to get people motivated on a project. People are like, okay, we're done, and they move on in their heads, and you're like, no, wait, we're still working on this. Case in point, uh, we worked on a sci-fi piece together, uh, Tom and I, called Reclamation, and we're still in post about a year and a half later because we weren't thinking that far ahead. We just thought through the script, we thought through the characters and, and getting the set and everything, but we never took into account how much longer post production would be as far as visual effects, like we have a an app wall where there's interactive things, you know, things on tablets and it, it might be basic visual effects. It's not like, you know, CGI crazy stuff, but it it does take up a lot of time and money.
0: Right. You're looking for creating a world or a vision in your writing and then you have to actually think about creating it and all the steps that go into it. So what i kind of in retrospect wish i'd done is speak with uh, a director any director well the director we used um, a dp or uh, even someone who has experience in uh, post-production supervision because they'll be able to tell look at your script and tell you where you might have problems because of the the intricacy of what you've developed for your world that you're building now if you're doing a comedy we did two comedies those went off super easy we filmed one in half a day and one in a whole in one day and the editing went very smoothly. Obviously not a lot of visual effects in those though.
1: But they do say, even for a comedy or something set in reality, you do have to keep locations in mind with those, those were one location things. And another thing too, which I'm kind of running into with a romantic comedy, is if you have multiple characters, if you think in terms of budget, you're paying each character for that line. Even extras, you know, if you have a big army scene and you have five million extras, you're paying for those people to be on set. Maybe you don't need as many extras. Maybe you don't need thirty one liners. You can combine that into one or two characters, especially in TV. you know you'll find that uh, you'll have to pay more for somebody to have one line. That's why the under five was created. You know you don't want to have 50 million under fives right at300 dollars a pop.
0: Mm-hmm. Technology is advancing though, and that also plays a factor. Um, we worked on a 360 script a virtual reality film and that changes the entire production process because now every everything in the scene is part of the the, the film so you you're not shooting from a side you're shooting all around you so that's a whole nother uh, technological issue that you need to talk to someone who's experience shooting VR and also sound actually as well as a big difference uh, when shooting VR versus shooting a, a regular film.
1: Yeah, you know, it's interesting. 360 is a new technology coming up. And I know more people are experimenting with it. Um, Not just documentary style, but scripted, scripted stuff. And that would be interesting because I feel with a 360, you'd shoot it kind of like you'd shoot a play. Like if you were, you know, a play is just, you rehearse it, you do it once and that's it. Because I think with 360, you kind of can't really go back and tweak Mm -hmm. it. That's not the point of 360. It's everything is happening at that moment.
0: Yeah. We could do a whole podcast on 360.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely an interesting medium to Mm -hmm. explore.
0: But it just brings up the point that technology and advancements and story all connect when you're thinking about writing something. From the very beginning, first words you put on the page, everything affects what you're going to do when you actually go into production and post-production. So yes, writing with producing in mind is super important. And then there's the the infamous, we'll fix it in post, you hear on set sometimes. Oh, no, no. Yeah. If somebody says that, stop everything (laughs) and figure out what are we fixing in post and how are we fixing it, and is there anything we can do right now to make sure that when we do get to post, we can fix it.
1: Yeah. So
0: we had to actually shoot the last scene of uh, Reclamation again in my apartment months later because we didn't actually get the shots we needed in the studio, so... So anything you can do before you get on set as far as breaking your script down with a director or a DP or a visual effects supervisor to make sure your writing is going to be congruent with the plan you have for the rest of the production will help you.
1: Yeah, yeah, and storyboarding is also very important. You know, it's funny, actually going back real quick to the fix it in post comment, there's a, a story, I forgot what superhero film it was, I think it was like Captain America or something, but he had a wig on and you could see the line of the wig on his forehead. And instead of getting a makeup person to to blur it out and smooth it out, they're like, we'll fix it in post. So they spent frame by frame, because he was the hero of the movie and they had to fix the stupid wig line in post. So it's not just in writing, it's in everything. You know, that person's shirt is creased or it's on backwards or something. You know, they drank too much water and you have to refill it. Continuity, it's just all of it works together. But um, I forgot the other point I had. <laughs> I was focused on the post thing.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Now I remember what I was talking about before the Captain America story. Storyboarding is very important as well. If you can do that with your director or even when you're writing, just kind of have an idea visually of how things will be.
0: It's like a visual version of the note cards. That mm-hmm. A lot of writers use when they 're building out their stories and their plots,
1: yeah, you may you might not need it for something like you know a sketch comedy or something really simple, but if it is going to be visual effects heavy, then you do need to plan that out as much as possible
0: that makes sense,
1: yeah, what do you think about that
0: um absolutely you know we we did reclamation without storyboards, but we had a really tight production schedule we We were building sets the night we before we were shooting. And, and so we, we, some of the layouts of the sets weren't exactly what we wanted. Some of the shots weren't exactly what we wanted, but we had to do it. We had, when you have a schedule and a, and a, and a limited budget, you have to go keep going. So, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, but I think in, in general, it's definitely important when you start writing, you know, I mean, obviously don't edit yourself in the writing room, but if you know, you want to produce it yourself or, you know, you have a limited budget or you're trying to sell it, And you're a first-time writer and no one knows who you are don't give them you know some crazy star wars-esque film with a ton of stuff in it give them something simple you can always add in stuff later
0: right and right now I, i read a lot of uh leads i get emails about leads of types of films people are looking for scripts they're looking for and a lot of times it's always looking for a contained drama Contained sci-fi, contained action movie, which is something that takes place in just a scene or two, a couple locations with a very few number of actors and oftentimes limited visual effects. Because there's a lot of writers and directors out there or producers who want to make a movie. They don't have a lot of money, but they want to do something really good. So if you can write a really good script that doesn't, you know, travel the world and have, you know, robots and, you know, airplanes and things crashing into buildings or whatever, then you've got something that you know, someone else will say oh, this is a great script. I want to make it, and I can do it on a limited budget. And then you can you can sell a script that way.
1: Yeah, so, it's impressive. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it's a good challenge to writers as well. Can I tell a story in one or two locations with three or four people? You know, it's all about the characters and the story. Then it's right. not about the explosions and the car crashes and whatever. You know, needles Exactly. You know, th- not that those aren't fun. Those are a lot of fun, but. As a storyteller, it just distills it down to its purest form. So.
0: Right. It's, uh, the one I'm doing right now is the lifeboat. You, know, you put a bunch of people in a room. You, you give them a conflict they have to overcome and a deadline. And you know, there's a number of different ways you can go with that, but that's the basis of a contained script. So if you can write one of those then you can either make it yourself or somebody else will be looking for a script like that.
1: Sounds like a really good writing exercise. Yeah. So thank you so much for joining us on Writers Group Therapy. Follow us on Twitter at WG Therapy. Check us out on WritersGroupTherapy.com. You'll also find the show notes there. If you like this, subscribe and share it with your friends. And for all of you out there, what's been your biggest producing nightmare? And how have you overcome it? Hit us up on Twitter and let us know. See you guys next week.
0: I feel so much better now.